the traditional model like you're just trading one hour of your time for for a service uh, mm-hmm. and now what i'm doing more is like a hybrid so like there's some online like programming and providing education and just trying to figure out ways that i can leverage create these systems that like i can give people value but like i can not have to trade one hour of my time for someone else's Hey guys, welcome to Product Explained, a show where we talk about products and the company's history and strategy behind them. This season, we're inviting folks onto the show, just chatting with them about their experiences with products that they love. I'm your first host, Jeff Lee. And I'm your co-host, Mike Alcazarin. Today, we're joined by Nate Reynolds. Uh, Nate, we're excited to have you on the show. Nate is a doctor of physical therapy and owner of NRG Health. Nate's a former collegiate baseball player turned business owner. Uh, Today's conversation will touch on entrepreneurship, health, and a deep dive into Nate's expertise using wellness technology products like those made by Therabody. Nate, welcome to Product Explained. Welcome, Nate. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to be here. I've, I've listened to a lot of episodes. Yeah, no, I think that's like a great place to start. I think yeah, you're definitely a, a Product Explained super fan. So tell us, what are some of your highlights that you have from our season one episodes? Do you have a favorite episode or favorite anecdote? I know Jeff and I have probably talked your ears off. So now it's, yeah. now it's your turn to talk at us. Yeah, so I think my favorite one, actually, it's kind of a funny story, is actually the MyQ, because oh, we just bought a house, and I'm oh, working on the garage, fixing things up, the next thing I know, I'm looking up, I'm looking up, and I'm like, what is this thing up here? I had no idea what it was, <laughs> and it was like the exact week that MyQ episode came out, and I was like, Mike, you're not going to believe this, like, I, I have this thing, like, I don't know how to use it, but I'm going to figure <laughs> it out, but I have it. That's and, awesome. Yeah, so... It, the guy before us, he was this seven-year-old guy and single bachelor, and he was just a, a tech junkie, and he just decked out the house, and we had it. That's so that was amazing. probably my favorite one. Yeah, no, I love time. that. And and, and your yeah, your your house is really cool because it has like so many nice touches. Like you guys even have like a generator in the back that the guys wired in too. So it's a, it's cool to see that it came full circle with the MyQ episode. Yeah, the, the generator, yeah, it's just in the middle of our, our yard. Like, <laughs> Not the best location. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, we're going to have kids someday. And I'd be like, oh, go out for a pass and like just go straight into <laughs> Run the Run into the generator, yeah. Yeah. Good thought, bad exactly. execution maybe on the generator. That's awesome. Yeah, again, like thanks for listening to the show for so long. I guess while we have one of our listeners, I'd love to hear about... <laughs> Captive, um, yeah. You can't yeah. escape. <laughs> would love to hear, like, what, what would you like us to try more in the future of, like, do more of? It sounds like you've listened to a ton of episodes and probably have a pretty good line of information. Like, tell me about some things that you've liked us doing in the past or, like, maybe some things we should try in the future. So I think one of the things that I've actually really liked that you guys have done is the products that help with personal efficiency. So, like... Hmm. Some of the stuff I've actually incorporated in my business is like using Loom. Like I use Trello to actually like make my content. I've actually used, I use Slack for my business coaching. So it's interesting that like these products that you guys have talked about, like I've actually incorporated into my own business. That's awesome. Uh, and so that's the things like I look forward to is like, because I'm not a, like you guys do a lot of products that are more in the tech world. And so some of these I'm like, all right, like how can I bring those into, into the healthcare because like ah. what I'm trying to do is kind of different than other people. So I'm always trying to look for outside influences. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I really like the 
the thought of using a tool that maybe wasn't intentionally made for that use case or purpose, but then like you kind of using it in your own way. That's, that's amazing. Were any, or maybe even all of these things, like things that you heard about on the show and then tried, or were you, was it the other way around where you tried them first and then happened to hear the, about them on the show? No, I heard them on the show first. Uh, oh, that's, like, that's I was like, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mike told me about Loom and I was like, oh, this would be a great way to explain how, um, you know, like I write up a program for someone and like I have the program visible and then I just explain mm -hmm. my rationale, like why I'm choosing this exercise, what, how it's going to ben benefit them. Uh, and so it kind of like gives that personal touch, kind of bringing healthcare into like the 21st century because like we're really behind on a lot of things. I mean, if you look cool. at my home care, because I do home care as well. And like, if you actually looked at like the technology we use there, it's like Windows 95 and you're like, geez. <laughs> Well, I love that we can help push the, and shepherd that journey in, but I think it's a good transition too from your story, Nate. I'd love to hear about, you know, your journey from college baseball to, to physical therapy. Tell us how you landed where you are. Yeah. So it actually started before college. I think I was that traditional guy that I just always got hurt in high school. And then my dad was an engineer. I shadowed him at work one day. He's an electrical engineer for a defense contractor. And I was like... Yeah, no, I don't want to be a cubicle dweller. And I went to PT and there's this guy named Tom Janik. He's like the six foot three massive guy with like the most high pitched voice you can imagine. Just like does not fit his body. Um, and just how he was just shooting the shit with people, getting him better. Like everybody loved him. Like it, it just felt like that's what I could do. And so then I got a baseball scholarship to go play at Lemoyne. Things worked out where they had a good biology program got into Stony Brook down Long Island. And then after Long Island, after I graduated, I went, went back home, worked at a hospital for three years, met my fiance. We both realized that I didn't, we don't want to be in Binghamton or Syracuse. So we, we ended up in Rochester. So that's where I've been like the last two years. The best of both worlds, upstate New York. <laughs> Curious, what's like the, because I'm like super ignorant on the progression, but I guess how long is, does it take to get your doctorate of, in physical therapy? Is that like a, a three, four year or six year program? Like what, what does that look like? And do you have to do like, like in residency and all, and all that jazz too? Yeah. So it's four years of undergrad. So my bachelor's, I was like pre-med, um, mm. but I always knew I wanted to do a PT route and then it's three year PT school. So like I said, like the first year, it's kind of like you're learning the language. So you're learning what normal is your second year. You're learning like what's abnormal. And then your third year, you're actually like doing clinical work and getting actually some experience. So now people are starting to do residencies after that three year. So they have an eighth year. And so you can actually go on and specialize. So like I'm an orthopedic mm -hmm. clinical specialist, but that just means like I had enough hours. I sat for that same test that these people that do residencies and I passed. It was like a seven hour test. Um, it was long. It was a long test. And it was like, Rough. I, I hey. actually... <laughs> I actually passed it. I took it on March 13th, 2020, like right before the pandemic. And if I was on the West Coast, <laughs> I would have been able to take it. So like five months of studying for no reason. Oh, man, that's brutal. So you were yeah. like literally like the last test of COVID. That's wild, yeah. man. <laughs> Do you happen to know if they like shifted it to any online tests or were they worried about cheating and didn't let anyone take it online? I don't know. I mean... You're just like, I'm done. Like, I don't care about it anymore. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, I'm like, it. I'm sure they could have done that. I mean, it's healthcare. It's, it's a business. They probably wanted money. So I'm sure they found a yeah. way in 2021 to be like, all right, yeah, we're going to make money off you. Yeah. It's so interesting. Funny side note. I think Mike knows this, but I had 
went down this like couple months stint of like, maybe I should apply for business school. And I studied and took the GMAT and same deal, like went into this, like, I don't know, this like six floor of some random building and like sat for this like super long test. And it's like, I was like, oh, I thought I would never have to do standardized test again. Cause I'd already gone to grad school at that point. And I was like, this is the last time I'm going to take a test. And I never actually went to business school. Like I got into a couple of schools and decided that it like ended up deciding not to go. But I do also remember like, man, this is crazy how much of a weird industry this is. Like people just like administering these tests and you have to go there physically and all that sort of stuff. Um, Well, there's a whole subculture too, where it's like you pay like thousands of dollars for prepping for for the test. But yeah, like when, when I, when I sat for the GMAT, I took it twice um, and it was just like, I never, I, I have like PTSD. I'm just thinking about sitting for a six hour exam. I just don't want to yeah, do it ever again. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Speaking of like weird side businesses and well, not weird in this case, but just entrepreneurship in, in general, you know, you are a, an entrepreneur yourself. You started this company, Energy Health. And did you do that from the get go? Did you spend any time working at someone else's practice or were you like originally like, Hey, I'm going to move back to Rochester and I'm going to start a business. So it actually started during the pandemic. So I was actually off of work for two months. And I just remember when I was in high school, because I graduated in 2010 and, you know, the 08 recession, like my parents were like, go into healthcare, like it's recession proof. Like you're never going to, you're always going to have a job. Meanwhile, you know, after, you know, those seven years, I come out of, you know, grad school in 2017, I'm in the workforce for three years and I'm and I'm not, um, kind of furloughed for two months. And I'm like, all right, well, clearly this is not recession proof. Uh, so then that's <laughs> when I actually got my, my like gears rolling. I'm like, uh, all right, what can I do? Can I work for myself? And then yeah. like, that's when I started taking, listening to some PT business coaches and, and looking at doing some cash-based stuff and just starting to like kick the the ball ro- like get the ball rolling mm-hmm. and then i started realizing i was like yeah there's actually a better way to do this like there's a way that you can give a better result because a lot of times what ends up happening is like with insurance being the middleman like it it kind of limits what the pt can do and then it also mm-hmm. limits how many times the patient can come see you and it and it just kind of creates this vacuum of just kind of poor quality healthcare. And so I was like, oh, I, I think I can create something better. And that's kind of what I've been doing over the last couple of months, just kind of rebranding. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think that like, oftentimes what I've found like really successful entrepreneurs doing, which is exactly what you're doing here, is they, they look at a system and they identify where the weak points are or like the arbitrage is. And they're like, I can do this better. I can provide a lot of value here. And I'm going to do it in a way where people are like are going to come see me because like I'm providing something unique, which is like really awesome. So kudos to you, man. Like starting a business is not easy. And oftentimes like I've done some side things where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to like dive in head first and figure it out. And oftentimes you see people do the opposite where they're like, I need to figure out every single step before I get started. And that's where people get hung up. Like, you know, 90% of the businesses that don't get started are because people just are a little afraid to get, you know, take the first step. So yeah, I think it's like really encouraging to see you do this and, you know, see you start your own business. Yeah. Thanks. It's just I like mean, the king of side hustles. So it's, I, he's always got something, some, some scheme that he's like working on. I start a lot. I don't finish a lot. So you've definitely yeah, finished right. more than I have. So. 
Well, I think that's the hardest part is like just trying to get concise and like create a vision. Cause like mm -hmm. there's been, um, like when I first started, like there's like this cash PT model, which is basically, it's the same thing as like the traditional model. Like you're just trading one hour of your time for, for a service. Uh, mm -hmm. And now what I'm doing more is like a hybrid. So like there's some online like programming and providing education and just trying to figure out ways that I can leverage, create these systems that like I can give people value, but like I can not have to trade one hour of my time for someone else's. If someone needs to go to the gym, I can write some modifications in five minutes. They do their hour of workout, but I didn't spend an hour of my time helping them. You know, it's just yeah. trying to be more, having more intent with my time. Like, giving just, unless you scale so much better. Exactly. Just trying to scale and provide good quality. For sure. Well, switching gears, a part of season two is we wanted to bring experts on different products and people that are essentially power users of different products. So we'd love to talk about your expertise as a physical therapist using products that help you and your and your patients. So specifically, we'd love to, to dive into to TheraBody today and for any of our audience that's not familiar with Therabody, Therabody is a pretty interesting company. Their website's actually super futuristic. If you go to it, you can scroll through and see like a bunch of like widgets and things and that I had no idea existed, which is wild to see. But it's a, a company that operates in the wellness technology space. So they develop products and services that quote, uh, optimize human performance and unlock the body's natural ability to achieve health and well-being end quote, which is a, a giant mouthful for they make lots of stuff that help you recover faster. <laughs> um, so um, a lot of folks may know them by their bread and butter, which is their massage gun, the Theragun, which is essentially just a uh, percussive instrument that you put on a specific muscle and it shakes your muscle and it makes it feel good. Nate, I'm sure you can correct me because there's a lot more nuance to it than that. That's that's TheraBody in a nutshell. But Nate, I know that you use some TheraBody products. Which ones do you use? Yeah. So the, the main two that I've used are the Theragun and the, the recovery sleeves. And so just to kind of explain how a Theragun works, it's using this concept called mechanotransduction. And so what it is, is like the cell, the, the it's the mechanotransduction is the ability of a cell to actively sense, integrate, and convert mechanical stimuli into biochemical signals that result in intracellular changes. So basically what ends up happening is that vibration creates this mechanical stimulus into the, into the nerves and, and into the cells. And then they take that signal and then it desensitizes the, the nerve. So it kind of reduces the pain. It just allows change to happen. And so if you think about how, why people like enjoy massages, it's like that same concept, like that idea that they're, you're, they're applying a mechanical stimulus with your hands. They're it's creating the body a chance to just relax. And because the body can relax, like the muscles can work better. And so I think I would call Theragun like the gold standard because it's one of those devices where it's like a Kleenex, like, you know, it's a tissue. Like when you, when you say like, <laughs> totally. Yeah. When yeah. you say like Theragun, you're like, oh, I know it's like a massage gun. Like, I think I would consider it the gold standard. Totally. And uh, what makes it the gold standard? Because I, I have like a a super cheap, by super cheap, I mean like 50 bucks. And I know, I think the Theragun retails, like they have a, a couple of different varieties, but I think the standard one's like $300 or so. But like, what, like, I guess, why are they charging so much? It's It's because they were, I think one of the first people into that space. I think they just beat people to the punch. And quite honestly, 
I think it's actually more well built. So like I tell people like they don't need to buy the more expensive one. Like I say that like Theragun, the Hypervolt or like the, I would say like the commercial grade mm-hmm. and then like the residential use, like you can get one of the cheaper ones because like, you're not going to use it at, at the same volume that like I'm going to use it in the clinic mm. because like, if I'm going to spend $300, like I want it to hold up for like a year or two because I'm going to totally. use it every other day, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's kind of how well, I look and- at it. No, that makes, that makes total sense. And tell us about the sleeves. I've tried the sleeves before and it's like, it's so futuristic. Cause like you put your legs into these like cast like things that cover your entire legs. And then just like magic happens. I have no idea what's happening like in there, but like, tell <laughs> us like what, what these things are. Cause like they're, they're like, I don't know. They're like immobilizers that you put into your, you put your legs into it's, it's a weird experience, but it, it feels really good. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I'm just going to read off the, their website. So it says that it does four things. So it says it boosts circulation. It reduces delayed onset muscle soreness, decreases swelling and stiffness, and it relieves muscle fatigue. And so I have my rationale why it boosts circulation. So like what ends up happening with like the sleeves is that it compresses at your ankle and then it gradually, there's these different chambers and it gradually compresses goes from your, your ankle to your calf to your knee up to your thigh and it's just pushing that fluid up out of your legs and so i think when boosting circulation like just that using that pressure gradient i think it increases the blood flow and so if you can increase blood flow then you can get nutrients to areas faster to kind of promote healing i think one of the reasons why it decreases swelling and, and that's one of the reasons why i, I kind of use it is because you see a lot of people using like these zero gravity chairs. So basically it puts your legs above your heart and then you're just kind of using gravity, like a slide, pushing that fluid from your feet all the way down to your hips. And like what ends up happening is like your lymphatic symptom, like your lymphatic system, the most lymph nodes you have are in your hip, like in your groin area. And then also in your, in your armpit. So you're trying to get all that fluid into those two areas where you can actually have your lymphatic system cleared out to the rest of the body. And so Got I think it. that's, that's kind of why I use it and people feel great after. You yeah. Know? I, was, I was shocked. I remember like I did it after a, a leg workout and it was like exactly that. It's like this weird, Jeff, have you, have you, have you been in one before? I've never been in one, but I can oh, kind man. of like, you, you visualize. I think I've seen some <laughs> folks in it. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine just like, uh, a, a very strong bodybuilder with hands with like banana hands, just like <laughs> pushing like the, like slowly, like the pressure gradient just like goes like, like, like Nate said, like up, up your leg on, on this thing. And it's, it cycles through that. I think you can change the cycles on, uh, is it app based Nate or is it? Um, so a couple of different the, ones, I think. Yeah. yeah. So like I have the cheaper model and it's like, it just has this device next to it. Um, and then now they actually have some that like attached to an app. Uh, those are the more expensive ones. Uh, what I've realized, and this is just, I don't know if it's me being cheap, but like some of those like fancy things, I'm like, it doesn't change the mechanical stimulus that I want. So it's not mm. investing yeah. more money. I was like, I don't know how it's going to improve the product overall. Like, I think it's just trying to improve the customer experience, but not necessarily changing the actual result that I want. Totally. It, it kind of feels like almost like a, this maybe this is a bad analogy, but like, uh, like a car where going from like a $80,000, like quote unquote, like base model BMW to like, 
you know, slapping a bunch of things on top of it. Like the car hasn't changed that much. It's still going to drive very similar, but yeah, it's like those like little like tweaks that people pay a a ridiculous amount for (laughs) like, like app control when you can really just press a button because you're immobilized anyways, (laughs) like in these things. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of diminishing returns. I, I think like this is a good segue into the next question, which is like, you know, you already mentioned that Therabody is like, they happen to be the first ones to get into this like percussive space. And so they happen to be kind of like the name brand or like, I like how you said that they're kind of synonymous with these guns. Like you, they call them Theraguns, but you're using a Hypervolt. It's kind of the same thing. It's kind of like how we did an episode on like Microsoft surfaces and the announcers were calling them all iPads, which was hilarious, but same deal. But like how much of that... Like in, And I think we heard a little bit of it, but kind of curious to ask the question head on. How much of the backstory of the company or like the brand or like kind of what they what they do, like impact your adoption of a product? We talk about history of a company a lot in this show and just kind of curious from your personal take, like, does it matter to you? Does it not matter? Or like, you know, where do you fall kind of on the spectrum? I think I'm more on the, like, I'll let the product speak for itself. Like, I yeah. think... Like Theraguns become, or Therabodies become respected because they keep coming up with like newer technology. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, like I can use that. And just to kind of go into like some of their different products that are like kind of, I think, cutting edge. Mm-hmm. So like I use cupping a lot. And the concept with cupping, like I already talked about like that, me- that mechanical stimulus. Like some people respond really well to compression which is, you know, like the hands-on technique, you're using that massage gun. But cupping is like the complete opposite. Like you're actually sucking away. So Mm -hmm. I think you're like separating the layers. And so I use cupping in quite regularly. Some people just respond better to that. Um, Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. But what they did was that they came up with this Theracup, which is this cupping, and then you add in vibration. So like you're actually creating an additional stimulus like a mechanical stimulus. I'm like, oh, that's really, really cool. Like I haven't used one, but I'm like, that's worth the investment to me because like, it's different than what I have. Totally. Yeah. And some of the other stuff they have, they came out with this hot and cold, like knee sleeve that also has vibration on it. I told my brother, I was like, right now it says like, you can use your HSA money on it. I was like, go, go buy that for Christmas. Like before you lose it. <laughs> And it's just it's like crazy they, to see that though, because it looks like it, it literally four computer fans like sucked onto your knee. It looks like you're turning yourself into a robot machine. This thing is like wild. I'd love to be like a mechanical engineer for Therabody because these designs look pretty epic. Jeff, I don't know if you're, you're looking at this online too, but it's, I it, am. it's insane. You know, what's funny. I didn't realize I had so many, like I've only heard of the Theragun and I've seen the the sleeves, but I didn't know they had all this other stuff until now digging into it. So it's pretty incredible how much turning around physical products is already hard enough and you know to have this many is super impressive yeah and then the other one that like i think is pretty impressive is like they came out with this device called like the theraphase and one of the things that like if you think about like when you're looking at someone's face right like it's pretty superficial there's not a lot of layers there so like you can't use a theragun to just jack up someone's face like it's like using a jackhammer on someone's face like it's just way too powerful right, <laughs> right. it's not the and right so, tool like, you're telling me i should stop is what... <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so like when i think about like how i could use that like i think about someone that has like a lot of cervicogenic headaches like a lot of 
headaches that are a result of like if you think of like a ram's horn like it kind of starts in the back of your head and it kind of comes all the way around to like your eye socket sometimes it feels deep and there's these two muscles that are on like the right underneath like that bone in the back of your head the occiput that get really tender and there's a couple of reasons i'm not gonna go the the anatomy behind like why they happen but i'm like these this could be beneficial so like i don't have to use my hands because like one of the things that ends up happening in pt is a lot of times people leave the field because their body breaks down on them because they're working on these patients for so many years and so like you don't really see too many older therapists and so you're always yeah you're always trying to look at ways that you're always trying to look at ways that you can actually use a device use some technology that can get the result that you want but like you're protecting your body Mm. that's super interesting i always just thought they like retired earlier from a pretty (laughs) fruitful career (laughs) but i guess there's probably a a really good point about yeah like the fact that you are you're providing the force right like in a lot of these instances or you're providing uh a lot of the like in this case like the stimulus and like it's easier to just like pay for a machine that will do the same thing while protecting yourself so yeah I, i never thought about that yeah, no, that's fascinating to think about because I, I also had never, never thought about that, but that makes total sense. And it, it kind of like makes me like, I don't know, this is like one of the, se- one of the next seasons that Jeff and I are kicking around is like an AI series and gets me thinking of like the human robot like interface where it's like, I think a lot of people get scared of robotics and AI and there's definitely a lot of unknowns and uncertainty, but I think it's cool to see like the assistive nature for some of these like mechanical products that we have, um, like the TheraFace. This is super interesting. And even just for, for migraines, I, I, I might have my sister-in-law check this out because I know she she always has some pretty uh, severe migraines. So she's always looking for for new ways to address that. So yeah, this looks interesting. But to, to I guess to flip this on its head. So I, I know, Nate, you've been a longtime listener of Product Explained, but I guess... I'd love to hear your, you know, put your best Jeff and Mike products hat on and give Therabody a review. What do you think about, you know, you can pick any, you can either pick the company or you can pick a specific product. So I'll leave that up to you, but I'll let you, uh, let you run with it. So I got to figure out like, am I going to go like a Mike scale or am I going to go Jeff scale? Like you know, Mike's, <laughs> you, Mike's That's a how you know you're, Nate's a true listener because he knows <laughs> that true. we have a pretty big difference in our, our reviews yeah can i can i try to guess what your scores are gonna be oh that... yeah um well, should yeah. we just pick specifically the thera gun that way we're it's like yeah, one it's... product well I, I was hoping to do the thera legs they're not called the thera legs but they're the recovery <laughs> air the recovery air yeah yeah it's just like, i want to be a name i, I want to be a naming expert at thera body just like like thera thera air thera face thera body thera jeff like you, you do whatever you want to like let me think here Okay, I have a score in mind. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the in the chat, just so it's documented. Yeah, it's pretty spot on. I was gonna I was gonna give myself a f- so Nate just just types in Mike four point three, Jeff three point nine, and I think that's about right. I was gonna say like a four point two, and I was I actually their body is like ear third gun rather is it's it just feels too pricey. <laughs> yeah, I was actually gonna give it a four point two, and the reason why is because I I also have a progressive gun, but. I guess to your point, Nate, like I don't specifically have a Theragun. So technically I haven't, the 4.0 threshold for those listening at home is like when I would consider using it. And in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm already using it, but I'm not technically using a Theragun. I'm using the knockoff Amazon one that I bought. So 
yeah, this is like a really spot on. I think you know me better than I know me, actually. <laughs> I think about it some more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think if I was going to rate Therabody as a whole, I'd probably be pretty generous. I'd probably give them like a 4.5, just coming from the field. The reason I give them that is because I think they are innovative. Like, I think they're one of the first people in, and then they just keep reinventing what they're doing. And so it makes it seem like they're, for example, like Normatex sleeves were like the initial pneumatic compression sleeves, but then they got bought up by Hyper, Hypervolt or Hyperice, whatever that's called. But it seems like Therabody just keeps creating their own products and they're not buying other ones. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but it just seems like they're a little bit more innovative than some of these other companies because these other companies are just buying other products. Nate's learned a thing that's... or two from the show, like thinking about yeah. like acquisition strategy. So that's awesome too. Yeah, I love it. Well, it's like it gets it gets me like thinking too about you know like the stage of a business and like I I know nothing about like the leadership structure at Therabody and like it like all of that, but it gets me thinking of like Therabody feels like a very like founder led org where like they yeah. want to constantly innovate and like they're willing to charge higher prices so they can have more like research and development so they can go dump money and turn into like new products. Like I'm looking at like their website and it seems like it's deeper and deeper. Like they have these really cool like foam rollers that also vibrate, which seem awesome. Cause I'm always just, I have like a foam roller out here and they even have like a little, they call it like a wave solo, like a little ball. Like, and I would love one of those for just like my feet. So as I'm sitting down in my chair, I can just like throw it on, but I digress. Well, let's, let's transition into our lightning round um, and we can do our rapid fire questions. So we'll start off with some fun ones. Um, first is what is the worst product that you've ever used? So if you ask any PT this, they're going to say ultrasound. Like <laughs> why? A, I'm curious. Oh, it's just a useless modality. Like the research has shown that like it is, it's not beneficial for treatment. So like if you're at a PT clinic and the, and they're putting you in ultrasound for eight minutes and they're just doing this little wand motion. Just leave. Like, don't go back. Like, <laughs> like, you're not you're not getting good care. Like, I'm sorry. They're just doing it just because insurance is going to reimburse for it. At least, I don't know. If, I mean, I hope they're not reimbursing anymore. But yeah, no, it's like the research has continuously showed that, like, it's not beneficial. I didn't even for... know they used ultrasound as part of, like, PT care. That's interesting. Yeah, it's the least amount of fun that you can have. Uh, as a PT because <laughs> then you just have to have small talk for eight minutes and like I just remember my first like when I was first starting out my first year my boss had me do it on a patient and I was like well I haven't used one of these before but I'll do it anyway and I do it I'm doing eight minutes I go out come to find out I like I left the cap on so like it, it didn't do anything <laughs> she felt she felt better it was just pure like a placebo that's so that's funny. so funny well how about the best product that you've ever used so i think my best investment that i've had so far in my so far energy has been my pt table it's called the chirolux table my friends that are chiropractors showed it to me it's like it can fold up it's like really petite and it's it, it can like I, I drive a Corolla, you can, I can toss it into my car. I can go between gyms. I can go anywhere, use it. And it's super comfortable. Like it feels very 
well-made like like and so like it gave off this impression that like that i was pretty much giving off like a high quality impression even though like i only just had table so like it, it it's been great for me yeah yeah that's totally what well, i have like, you seen patients like not at your clinic before right you've done like not just like home visits but also like um visits like I, I could imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, like, like going to like a baseball field or like, or baseball practice, or like, I guess like meet the patients where they are. And it sounds like this enables you to do that. Yeah. Like I've used, like I brought it to the gym a couple of times um, and it kind of just allows me to create my clinic wherever I need to be, especially because right now we're in the middle of construction on my new space and Mike actually helped me this week painting. And we did a pretty good job. Yeah, we didn't screw up too much. I'll have to, I'll have to go check it out tomorrow morning to make sure. Good guy, <laughs> yeah. Mike. Um, yeah, no. yeah that, that's a good point on the table, I guess, like, because people are spending a good bit of time on it. And so they're like, you want to pick something that is like high quality and they kind of associate that with your business. So it's like a good, good call out. Yeah, um, that's one of the things. Yeah. Okay. Good. Go ahead. Yeah. Shifting gears a little bit. I like one question we like to ask people is like, if you weren't doing PT uh, and you're suddenly the top 1% of something random, like what might that be? Oh, I'd definitely be a, a punter in the NFL. It is the, That's awesome. It is the highest amount of earning potential for the least amount of stress. I feel like, <laughs> because if you think about it, like if you're a kicker, you eventually have to hit, kick that game-winning field goal. Like, if you're a punter and you shank it, like, people are like, oh, yeah, you suck. But then they're like, oh, the defense left <laughs> the points. Like, it wasn't him. You know, like, there's so many excuses built in to being a punter that, like, you know, like, even I feel like the long snapper has a much more stressful job than the punter. Totally. It's like oh, you got to block. He's got to snap it to the kicker. He's he's another fail point in, like, the uh, that game-winning kick. I, I love that and makes me think of, like, the ultimate punter and like the ultimate punter attitude is like Pat McAfee. He's just like, and for our listeners who aren't familiar, like Pat McAfee is this ex NFL punter that now has his own like YouTube channel and, and podcast. And he's just like very hot takes. And he like, is just a very, very big personality for like what Nate said is just kind of like one of like the chillest NFL jobs <laughs> that you could have. I love that. I, it gets me thinking of like the Buffalo Bills long snapper, Reed Ferguson. Um, he also has a similar like punter type attitude. And like Jeffrey, your context, his number is 69, it, his chosen nice. number for his. And so he's also like a personality. But anyways, I, I, I digress because I'm going to start talking about the Buffalo Bills. So I got to I gotta stop my stuff. But speaking <laughs> of Bills, um, Nate, if you could put up a billboard anywhere, uh, what would it say besides Go Bills? Besides Go Bills? Um Speaking of the bills, it would actually say, don't be an asshole. Like, I think what I've learned so far being a PT is that if you're a good guy, if you're nice to people, people will be nice back. You know, I've, I've also worked at Home Depot and especially on Long Island, you know, people kind of just look down upon you and just being a cashier, just can kind of treat you like shit. So like my one advice would just be like, don't be an asshole. Just like be nice people. It's, it's not hard. It's actually probably harder to be an asshole uh, than it is just to be nice. Totally. hundred percent agree with that. Well, yeah, words to live by. Yeah. Well, Nate, where can people find you? Any, any pluggables? What call to action do you have for our, our audience? So you can find me at NRG period 
on Instagram. You can email me at nate at energyhealth.fit. And I'm always willing to talk to people, especially with any, any issues, if they need help with any injury. My niche is are pretty much working with active adults, CrossFitters, baseball players. That's really who I kind of gravitate towards. Um, but I'm willing to help anyone. I try not to be an asshole. I try to be <laughs> nice people, help people feel feel better, get better, get back to the lives they want to live. Awesome. Well, I love it. Well, that was an awesome conversation with Nate. Thanks so much for coming on. It was a, a ton of fun and looking, yeah, for sure. And, and looking forward. So we'd love to hear from our audience. So definitely let us know if there's any products or product experts or categories that you'd like for us to have on the show. You can reach out to us at Instagram and Twitter at ProdX Podcast. That's P-R-O-D-E-X Podcast. Yeah, and if you like the show, be sure to like us and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, etc. And let us know who we should chat with next. See you next episode.